welcome to the Any Key Radio Show. I'm your host, Kenny Any Key Moore. We're back for another episode, and we're glad to have you join us. We're doing another holiday episode, so this is the Christmas episode. We have some special guests that are going to join us to talk about their new Christmas project. But before we get to them, we're going to play some music. We're going to start with This Christmas by Marley Music featuring Rick Watford and my brother Tobias Tanker Jr. Merry Christmas, girl. Merry 
This Christmas is probably one of my favorite Christmas songs. And it's great to be able to share my brother's rendition of it. Great job by Tobias, Rick, and Marley Music. Now it's time for our special guests that are with us on the line right now. Are my brother James Carley, Pastor Jesse Smalley, and brother Andre Hendricks, the production team for the new project Go Tell It. It's out right now. So first, let's start with James. James, this project is a byproduct of a concept that you guys call subliminal progression. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about it? If once you introduce the whole song or whatever, now the church and the people are more acclimated to that song. I heard it before. Or it feels good. It feels. It's not like you're just jumping in trying to do a Timberwolf song on Christmas, but you might add a drive that she's done to a traditional, whether it's a hymn or something like that, you might add a drive or a piece of it in there to where it's just people hear it and then they accept it versus it just being stuffed down their throat. So that just, and that just goes across the board for everyone in administration and in ministry and um, you know, ushers, whatever. It's just so those little subliminal things that help progress. And before you know it, the whole church has a different perspective. All the people have a different perspective of music, of church as a whole. I know one time we took our whole ministry to Bishop James Lee's conference in Dallas. So that was a subliminal progression because they got... Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. So now as the story goes, Pastor Smalley, you got a text from James at 2.33 o'clock in the morning wanting to do a Christmas project after you guys had already started production on something else. What was your reaction uh, when you got that text from James? Because I'm extremely detail-oriented. As the details begin to come in, then that's when the weight or the reality of what I agreed to starts to settle in. So cold feet for me does not happen initially. You can be. Because they're like, let's do three Christmas albums. I'm like, yeah, let's do three Christmas albums. Like a week later, I've been like, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> so initially when he texted me, I was like, yeah, let's do it. And I think that was a Saturday, Sunday morning. So it was like Sunday morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, we did both services. We went to dinner with the ministry team and literally mapped out the album at a country buffet on wow. the back of a menu. Wow. Um, and that we did, and again, I was on board then. It wasn't until uh, we started really mapping out, and the project began to get larger. And that, by large, I mean the budget. We went from like uh, you know the three of us working on stuff and presenting the piano to bringing in uh, a composer who then brought in twenty-three different musicians who then having five or six different other musicians that are associated with the project, and then bringing in a professional opera singer, and then 
uh, not using our church studio, but then having the rent studio space in the larger studio. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then. <laughs> and so, yes, sir. I am, I think, uh, this is a church project, and my name is on it, but this is, this is really a James Crawley project that I have signed on to push and promote. And that's a, that's a, um, that goes to one, the level of commitment that he's had in the ministry. And so a lot of things that I do, he supports at such a level. Without, without being questioned, sometimes we go round and round. I, you know, I, I pull out my 45 occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I've never had any major hiccups. So when it comes to building music and production, which is something I'm passionate about, but also key, I often will commit to things, not so much on how it's going to benefit me, or even the ministry in this arena. This is really one of his uh, babies that he produced, and so as a, as a supporter and a spiritual covering, and in some ways I'm obligated to promote and push that, you know, he, in the earth realm, he had five kids, and it looks like in his uh, spiritual realm, he's just going to keep on birds and bass. He's just a brutal, uh, brutal individual. So, uh, yeah, this project, it was amazing in that instance. And, and just to see, you know, if we have this conversation, even if it doesn't, you know, we're not looking for stellar or Grammys, but that's really not the am- ambition or the expectation, even the way that we chart it was never the goal, but to see how our ministry confidence has transformed, just to see the the local worship team and even the membership body, the the excitement, the enthusiasm, the transformation that they've been able to identify, even with them not being non-musical, but being able to celebrate something as a whole, even though they're not on the project. Your name is on it, but you're not talking, you're not saying no, but I, but even in that, it's a, our ministry is celebrating those who are on it, those who are not. It's such a corporate presentation, everybody bought in, and I think that goes back to what James said before. It was a subliminal progression, which is basically incremental. It was small, unnoticeable changes that occurred in worship, because had we been on 10, Absolutely. Because they try to cut the lion's head off first. There's a reason why he's the lion. 
you don't just walk up and cut his head off. And sometimes there are strongholds and ministries where things have been in existence for years and years. Sure. And you come in and they bad and you don't regulate the deacon board and change the muscles and then you wonder why you have glory six months. It's got to be organic and subliminal. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think the the thing that stood out to me, or one of the things that stood out to me that you said is that you guys didn't have a um, ambitious or a, uh, I guess for lack of a better term, a, a secular ambition in terms of wanting um, recognition. And I think God honored that. And that's why the project is doing so well in charting the way it has, because you didn't do it for the awards or for the recognition. You did it from a pure place. And, and let me be clear, but you know, I don't want anyone in your audience to think that it's wrong for people to desire to do well. It's not. Absolutely um, not. Because I, I do, I, you know, I, I know there are people that do it, they want it. But I think I was very intentional with myself and even with the team to let them know if we put a lot of weight on how we receive, then we give the audience control over how we feel about what we produce. And if a lot of people say great, then great. And if nobody say great, then, then it's not great. So by changing what success looks like for us, we control whether or not we were successful, not other people. Okay, yeah, I, I get that. Um, here's the last question. And, um, and I appreciate the time you guys have spent with us so far. Um, the project has a very eclectic sound in terms of the terms of the styles in which you guys um, use. Uh, you mentioned opera, and there's um, my favorite is the the title track, the Go Tell It. Um, but kind of talk about the and you talked about it a little bit in terms of contributors, but go into a little more detail in terms of how you guys decided on the musical direction. And talk about some of the people that are featured on the project, and if they're there and they want to jump in and say something, they can. They can feel free to jump in as well. Well, I'll say this: I'm going to bring Andre in, who, who was one of the primary writers on the project. Um, we, in our local service, are, are a hybrid, and, that, and we don't say that like loosely. Like women with the phrase team can literally get up and sing uh heel song and be heel song and strings and carry on their crying and I'll walk up right behind them and say, Great Jehovah, guide me over and sit there land. Gotcha. And so um it is conditioned where if we are authentic to ourselves, it has to be variety. Definitely. We have to just do one particular genre. I don't know if we could produce that because it wouldn't be true to us. And that's why okay. uh, even Andre, who's one of our local uh, praise and worship leaders, I will let him maybe even give insight to what it is to have to facilitate worship as a worship leader and then participate in an environment where it's always changing and how that's developed as a writer and as a musician being thrown in what is considered to be a musical spin cycle. So, I'll let him So, yeah, basically, to piggyback off of him, um, the history that I have. 
perspective, um, I've always been challenged to be creative. Um, That's be big. creative on the spot. Um, and we, we get a lot of that in uh, our regular services on a day to a week to week basis. Uh, James, again, going back on this subliminal progression, uh, a lot of times he is just honestly on the board. And he will give uh, myself or any of the other uh, worship leaders, he says, hey, these are the songs, um, but do not marry yourself to the concept of that song. Um, I want you to be creative, and I will facilitate you being creative with that team. Um, And because of that, um, me personally, I've been able to develop uh, my own identity as it relates to worship. Uh, and it just honestly carried over into the album itself. So, you know, when they to go back on what they were talking about, the conception of the, the album, uh, uh, a lot of it was, yes, it was planned out, but when we actually got together, a lot of we caught on being able to catch the mistakes. Uh, for example, James would play something totally random on the piano, and I'd say, wait, what? what? What did you just play? What was that? You're like, I don't know. So I said, play it again, play it again. And that, we would honestly uh, birth things out of those small opportunities to catch random creativity from there. And I would say, uh, again, it just honestly correlates into what we do every single Sunday, every rehearsal. It's, it's, a, it's a culture that we've developed within the ministry. So it just honestly, it carries right on over into the album. And that's how you get the variety. That's how you get the, the creativity. And that's how you get the timeline that we were allowed to uh, utilize in the album. And I want to pick back up what he, what he said for a minute, Kenny. He said uh, random creativity. And, you know, the perfectionist in me really finds that problematic, but it is very true that uh, a lot of, and I'm a planner, which is why I am as well, I so I get it. strong issues with the way that we work, even though the way that we work is the result of my ingenuity, uh, but it's really random creative moments that we capitalize on. It'll be something random in service, and we, we don't miss moments. I think that's, that's big. That yeah, absolutely. It. If it's a moment, you step on the gas and you wear that moment out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so here's the my last question. What do you well let me ask it this way. We did the you guys have the go tell it, and um I'm gonna play go tell it uh once we wrap up, but Tell us a little bit, um, shout out the church, shout out the ministry, and then tell us what you guys have coming up or going forward um, with this and with any other projects you have going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thank you, Kenny. There's a whole lot going on. 2019 is going to be explosive. Uh, On this track, you'll hear some of our uh, meeting place and worship leaders. Uh, Jay's part of ministry, but it's two churches, one in Belt Meadow, Florida, which is uh, First Community Church of Belmont, 1107 29th Street East, and uh, up north, outside of Tampa, the suburb of Sefner, 
is Emmanuel Cathedral uh, Church of Sefner, and that's uh, 6450 County Road 579. Uh, both ministries came together for this project, so you'll hear leads like Tremaine Toons Campbell, who sings Boy, and it is one crazy international flip on it. The lead cut, uh, the title cut, Go Tell It, is one of our uh, powerhouse singers, uh, Deborah Dunbar. And then we have uh, friends and family that's accompanied us. Uh, Terry Armando Bickham on the Tiffany Grace, Andre Henderson, Joseph Leap, and Daniel Ingram on uh, the Magi, uh, uh, Song of Magi. So it's a it, it really incredible makeup. So in 2019, what you get is somewhat of a break. The Christmas Project presented all of the talent compressed. 2019, you will see the branching out of some of those leaders and even other leaders that we didn't highlight, stepping out into the light uh, with their own projects. The first uh, in the spring, early spring, we're talking about releasing uh, Tremaine Toon's uh, Campbell project that'll be the self-entitled project, uh, Tremaine, which is a dope mixing and blending of all different types of music, from traditional gospel to bluegrass to neo-soul to uh, pop rock. Uh, it's really a, a, uh, a, it's a real mix of different genres of music, which I'm curious uh, how we're going to even start lifting our music towards each other because it's not just gospel. It really can fit in different arenas. And then I'm working on something that I'm really, I'm debuting it on the show. Hopefully no one take it from me. I'm working on something, a project called Himanatus where I am passionate about bringing and keeping the hymns to the church, but I want the hymns to be a platform for applicable to young people. So we'll wow. revamp and restructuring the hymns so that we get the content and even the message and the spirit of the hymn with maybe a different presentation. I love it. Uh, on that. So those are two projects that I know are coming out. There are a few others that I don't want to highlight yet because I can't get you all my history. Of course not. Of course not. All right. Um, I want to thank you all for coming on and being on the show. Um, I, I've had an opportunity to hear some of that stuff. Um, all my listeners, I've heard a few of those cuts that they got coming. And all I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you three words. Come by here. When you hear this song, your praise teams all over the country are going to be using this song on Sunday morning because the way they church at the drive, I promise you, listen, I'm just waiting for them to release it so we can wait. Oh, oh, it's already. I'm letting you know. I'm telling you right now, you guys ever come to St. Paul at any point in time, you may hear this song. I'm just putting it in. I'm just letting you know now. Full disclosure. So, again, thanks, thanks guys, for, for coming on and being um, with yeah, us. Thanks, man. We appreciate the opportunity to share. We thank you for using your platform to uplift your people and get the message out. That's really some people can, when they do what you're doing, sometimes they can be selfish and self-absorbed, but you continue to make it about the people that you love and the people that you serve and the people that you're trying to reach. And for that, let's commend you for taking your platform 
and using it as a way to prepare other people for it. And in that way, you know, it's always going to come back to you. So thank you and blessings to you, my brother. I appreciate that. And blessings back to you as well. And James, uh, real quick, thank you for the horn arrangement that you did for the song that uh, I got coming. Uh, Pastor, I'm going to send it down to you guys so you can hear it. Uh, get ready to mix it down and all that good stuff. Um, and uh, hopefully let us know when the when the release uh, concert and all that stuff is, and I'll see if I can try to get down there and fellowship with you guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, King, man. Thank you, bro. All right, y'all take care. God bless. You too. Really appreciate James, Pastor Smoley, and Andre joining us. Now it's time to hear some music from the project. We're going to switch it up. Instead of playing the title cut, we're going to play the beautiful opera-style rendition of Old Little Town of Bethlehem.
That was Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by another one of my music brothers, Jamel Johnson, from the We Cry Holy Christmas Project. We're from classical to jazz with that one after starting the show with some soul with this Christmas. The NQ Radio Show tries to be versatile and showcase all styles and presentations of music. Now it's time for an NQ Music Moment. As this year, 2018, closes, ask yourself, what progress have I made? As I reflect on this year, I can say I've made some progress towards my goals and dreams, but not as much as I wanted to. I'm a bit of a perfectionist by nature, so when I set a goal for myself, I tend to have tunnel vision so that I can focus on reaching it. Whatever works for you, whether it's tunnel vision or some other strategy, find it and use it. Remove yourself from any negative influences or environments if they are keeping you from making progress. 2019 is right around the corner, so get that plan, write the vision, and work your window of opportunity until every goal and dream is fulfilled. All right, that's it for this episode of the Key Radio Show. Until next time, remember, always be positive on purpose.